He's going to use Leonard Floyd like Alden Smith. Um, you know, they're probably going to ask him to bulk up a little bit. But they're going to use that length, and you could even say they're going to put John Bullard in front of him, and they're going to run those twists all day that they ran at San Francisco. It's the future. Down in distance. A lot of people right now, Miller, who are listening to us and watching us on Facebook Live kind of want to get your take on uh, the first pick, uh, Leonard Floyd coming to Chicago, how he fits with Vic Fangio's defense, and uh, is did you see him? I mean, I know the Bears really, really liked him. They were keeping it under wraps. But can he be a guy that really flourishes in this defense and at the pro level? You know, I did see him as a guy who was going to go top 10. Um, I, I thought that, you know, my personal evaluation, I thought he was probably closer to like a 15 to 20 pick, but that's being very, very picky to complain about that much of a reach. But in that defense, and I've studied Vic Fangio back from when he was in San Francisco, he's going to use Leonard Floyd like Alden Smith. Um, you know, they're probably going to ask him to bulk up a little bit, but they're going to use that length. And you could even say they're going to put John Bullard in front of him and they're going to run those twists all day that they ran at San Francisco. You have your five technique, he crashes down hard on that left tackle, and, and you just twist off of it, and you give your outside linebacker a ton of freedom and a lot of space to go get the quarterback. And that's one thing that I think Leonard Floyd does well with his length. You know, he does have good bend in his hips. He has quick feet, and he's also versatile enough that on, on nickel situations, he can put his hand in the dirt. Uh, Georgia at times stood him up at inside linebacker, so he can give you a lot of different versatility as far as where he's going to rush the quarterback from. And I felt like that pick was a good match of need and value. Like, you had to get an edge rusher in Chicago. And this was a pretty weak draft class in terms of that position. So go get the best one. Yeah, you gave up a little bit to do it. But the Giants were going to take him at 10 if the Bears didn't. So it wasn't a situation where you could wait and see what was going to happen. Uh, at the end of the day, I liked it. I thought it was a good pick. And I think he's going to be a pretty early impact for them. So moving down the rest of the draft picks, let's go all the way through them. Is there anyone that stood out rounds two through seven? Anyone that you feel like, ah, Ryan Pace got over and everybody when he got this guy at this spot? Yeah, I thought they had a tremendous draft top to bottom. So uh, I thought that in getting Cody Whitehair when they did, like, come on. Like, you just got a 12-year starter. Whether he plays left guard or center in the NFL, he's capable of doing both. He was one of my favorite players in the entire class. So when he fell to 56, my mind was blown. So I, I thought that was a great pick uh, by by Ryan Pace. John Bullard, I just mentioned him. I think he'll start for a long time. It's a, he could be a five technique. Uh, he can play inside as a, a nickel pass rusher from the three technique, something Justin Smith did for Vic Fangio in San Francisco. Uh, the pick of, of Nick Kwiatkowski, I love him. Like I, I think he's a starting inside linebacker. It surprised me a little bit just because of what they did in free agency with Jarrell Freeman and Danny Trevathan. So that one surprised me. Jordan Howard was one of my favorite backs in the entire class. So now you get some power to go with the speed of Jeremy Langford. They're going to be a fun one-two punch. And then you got the three Deons, Deion Bush, DeAndre Hall, DeAndre Houston Carson. And you're getting speed in the secondary, and that was really missing from this defense. Just a lot of length in DeAndre Hall, a lot of speed with Deion Bush. He can be a bit of a thumper coming downhill. And I thought Houston Carson was really underrated because he played corner. He played free safety. He looked good at the senior bowl. Uh, so he's going to make an impact. And heck, round seven, I like Daniel Braverman as a slot receiver. You have you have the two towers on the outside with Alshon and Kevin White. Now you have the, a guy who's slippery on option routes. He finds space well. He creates after the catch. Like There wasn't a bad pick in this Bears draft class. 
Hey, man, I'm telling you right now, you start to look at you get a guy like Braverman in the seventh round, and you watch his right. film. You, 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 you watch his film, Matt, and you love the way that he can. I mean, he always finds a way to make that first guy miss, which I truly love. And he gives the Bears something that they haven't had in a while, the guy that can play inside, maybe come across the middle when he has to, but also give space to those guys on the outside to be able to make plays because you know defenses are going to have to figure out, especially if Kevin White comes out the way that we think he's going to come out. Now you have speed. you got the other tower on the other side. Defenses are going to have to mix and match and figure out how they're going to defend this team, which leaves a guy like that in the slot open to be able to make plays. It could be exciting. If if Jay Cutler has the year that he had last year, which hopefully your readers and viewers and listeners know, Jay Cutler was good last year. If he has that year, this is a playoff team because they've made so many improvements on the offensive line. They've made improvements now on defense. You get a healthy Kevin White back. Like This team could be very, very dangerous. All right, Matt. As always, man, we appreciate your time. Listen, I, I was just talking to Sean. I said, you know, from the time that I first met you, out in uh, New York, getting a chance to meet you at the Bleacher Report offices, shake your hand and follow you on Twitter. You follow me back, man. You've been nothing but a awesome dude, a gentleman, anytime I need you. And I just want to tell you, I appreciate you so much, all right? Oh, likewise, man. You're the best. I always have fun talking to you. Appreciate you, Matt. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Yeah, see you guys. All right. You love the fact to be able to talk with somebody that has a great just mindset when it comes to football. He is that guy, so we appreciate him as always. He, he almost talked me off the ledge on Jared Goff. Oh, almost, not me. When he talked about his, his completion percentage, yeah. when he talked about his intelligence and what his receiver said about him, it's it's Sean. one thing. Sean. But as I've said before, people can say what they want. When I watched him against you, Oregon, you when watched I watched the Utah him game? against USC, and I watched him against Utah. It's tough. I saw opportunities yes. for a quarterback to elevate his team and win a game on the road in hostile environments. He wasn't able to quite do it. All right. That's how we do it here. We're always converting on down and distance. As always, we were here, but now we're gone. Peace. Now, it's that time. It's that time, and I know I've been waiting for this. Everybody that's on Facebook Live is waiting for this as well. We're about to talk about just how we figure things out. A lot of questions coming in. Um, just saw one just here from Vince asking about Jeremy Langford going to be able to carry this offense. He's pretty excited about it. Listen. Are you going to ask him to do that? I don't that, know though? if you can ask that young man to carry this Bears offense because I think you still – he's got to develop. And, and, and it's tough. When you look at the NFL, you come in and you play the running back position. The one thing that we know that you have to be able to do, you got to be able to pass protect – and you get more comfortable as you get more and more carries. Do I look at him as being the guy that's going to start? Yeah, I do. But when you get a guy like Jordan Howard who can come in and be a little bit of a change of pace, a guy that's more of a bruiser, I see where I see where John Fox and Ryan Pace were thinking about this because now it gives you options. You look at Kadeem Carey. I like him to death. He runs hard. But, I mean, look at who they went out, went after yeah. during free agency. C.J. Anderson. They went after a banger. Yeah, they went after Somebody a dude that, that can, can run bang. in between the tackles. And so now this is going to give this offense a little bit more flexibility. He's trying to recreate Steven Davis and Deshaun Falls. Exactly. Exactly. So now, Carolina, yeah. so, so now people are starting to see. And it's going to – we don't know. 
But if you watch Howard's film, I like what I see in the young man and how he can carry the rock. He's not going to take you, not going to bust out and take 160 and not get caught. He might, but he's going to give you more options inside of actually running in between the tackles, which this team hasn't had. Yeah, Spears' team hasn't had that. Say what you want. I love Matt Forte, one of my favorites to ever put on a Bears uniform. But we know what his game was. He was successful a lot when he got outside, pulling guards, everybody, and got in space. He didn't. He, they, the Bears never really asked him to do that. Where you, they had a, a plethora of other guys that were in for that I have reason. A right? Theory. What's your theory about the operation of one Ryan Pace? What do you, What do you? What is it? And I really believe this. Watching this guy, we've heard a lot of people talk about John Fox really being in control. I think Ryan Pace is the type of general manager that understands his limitations, but, but yet and still but knows, knows what he's, what good he's at. really good at. He's good at watching films. So the first and second round pick, I believe he depends heavily on his staff to tell him what do you guys need. He said that though in the the presser before the the draft. He what talked do you guys it. need? But rounds three through seven, I got. That's this. when he's rubbing his hands together like, now okay, this is my time. This is when you go find the gems. Heavy scouting, that's what he loves to do. That's his repertoire. That's his forte. And what you saw, rounds three through seven, moving back, then moving back up, Mm -hmm. knowing what to do, manipulating the draft and getting the guys that he wanted to get, getting longer but yet getting faster. Yes. Impact players not only on defense giving depth but improving – what we talked about that people won't talk about, special teams. Oh, you have to. Sean, the Bears special Sean, teams over the last three years been, have been very suspect. Very suspect. Now they are very athletic. Because that's where you 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 start to look at this. Uh, Kwiatkowski, I mean, yeah, you're, you're spending a, a fourth round I didn't round like the fact him. that they moved up for I, him. I get it. But, but I get that he's very instinctive. He's instinctive. If something happens to Freeman or Trevathan due to injury, he can step in. He, he, and now he gives you an, a true athlete that can come in yeah. and play special teams. And I think people forget about the three phases of football. You're only thinking of this guy, how he how After he's going to – After left, yes, yeah. they definitely forgot about how, special teams. How this guy's going to come in and, and plug a hole where you have to start looking at the long-term effects and how – Special teams can help you win games. There are some questions definitely want to. We're still looking for a long snapper, right? I could do that for you if you need me to, man. I got this. Um, This guy, Scott, actually hit us up on Facebook Live and asked a question about Floyd transitioning to Alden Smith on the football field. Is that what maybe Vic Fangio in in this? That's too much to ask for in his first year, in my opinion, because Alden Smith at Missouri – was successful as a pass rusher Mm -hmm. from a production standpoint. We saw it. So the translation to the NFL was much easier. I think Leonard Floyd, halfway through the season, I think the light will go on a little bit and you'll start to see more production. I wouldn't expect too much up front from him. Can he be that type of guy with Vic Fangio? Absolutely. But I wouldn't expect Alden Smith out just out the gate. I wouldn't. I think it's I think it's a lot to ask for, but I think where you you see a guy that has the potential to to be a, a true difference maker. And I think it might be I think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. But I was talking to Sean King, former quarterback, NFL quarterback, and we were this was at the draft, and he came up to me, 
and he and I was about to get some food. I was going to get some more Skittles because I was hungry. Let's get my Marshawn on. Getting your Marshawn on. And as soon as I p- turned around to come back in, he stopped me and he goes, "So what do you think?" I said, "I like the pick. It's not what I was thinking, but I like the pick." And he goes, "The only thing is, Bears got to have a plan for him. Have to. They got to have a plan have for to. him." And that's what he kept saying to me, and it kept going in my head going, hmm. Where I feel more at ease is knowing who is behind all this. When I start to look at the people that are behind it, Ryan Pace, John Fox, and Vic Fangio, it puts me more at ease of figuring out how it's going to be. There's a lot of other factors that play into all this. But look at, this is the thing that should ease the minds of Bears fans when you talk about having a plan. Under Trestman, that last year, a lot of people were underwhelmed when it came to Will Sutton, when it came to Eddie Goldman. Under Vic Fangio, all of a sudden you start to see the growth yeah. in the young defensive lineman. You start to see the plan that's laid before you, the foundation, to say, okay, next year they take another step. Now we really have something on this defensive line. For Leonard Floyd with Vic Fangio, I see the same thing. Can I? Can I tell you Big something? Big Fangio's linebackers that he has developed yes. the history are phenomenal. Phenomenal. Can I tell you something about this draft that I really like? And I know people might not. Cody Whitehair. If you watch A his Cal film. Long clone. If you watch. On the opposite side. If you watch his film, this dude. Picking up is sound. schemes. He is sound. He is so sound. So someone asked the question just about Matt Slauson. Yeah. Once we saw that pick, we knew the writing what the, was on the wall. You knew but what the, the deal writing was. was on the wall before the draft, and they talked about it. Look, they want to go to a more stretch, zone block, athletic pull offense in the running game. Then you have to Matt love him to death. He's leader, ver- ver- versatile very versatile. Too. Everybody loves Fights him. Fights through injuries, room. plays through injuries, but he's a mauler. He's a mauler. That's what he is. But if you're gonna, if you, if this is the system you want to run, you have to get faster. You need to get more athletic, even on that side, uh, on that line. And so when I saw that, I really started to dive into watching film on him, and he is so sound. And you, where he is, he's Kyle. Long. Where do you want to play him? When you, when you can get somebody like that in your draft and on your team, like Matt said. That late in the second round. Hey, and you have a guy that's going to be a starter for the next – stays healthy for 10, 12 years? Yeah. It's it's hard to pass that up. Anybody that – it's want, not the sexy pick. It's not sexy. It's not the sexy pick. And a lot not, of people want the name. Yeah, but sometimes you have to go with what's going to be best for your organization, best for your offense or defense. And I think they, they hit it out of the park there. Anybody on – when you saw this draft, was, was there one pick that you were like, man, they they got a steal right there? Was it in the third round? Because I follow high school football and college football so heavily, when they got Deion Bush, yeah. I said, yep. Yep. Deion Bush coming out of high school, him and Sean Spence, when they committed to the U, along with Harris and the rest of the crew, you guys were like, man, the program, we're back. And they hadn't played a down. That's the type of talent you just got in the fourth round. That's the type of hitter. When's the last time you had somebody in the secondary of the Bears that can lay a hit that can change a game? Hey, 
haven't haven't seen in a while. When watching Mike how, Brown, watching how he can his his length to be able to get to places and spots on the football field to jar a ball out, who's not afraid to come in and just give you listen. Adding him and this to, team, and this defense the, needs. They need that some you swag. They need that. We got with. Shouts out to Antrell. Someone already posted on here what I thought about, you know, Antrell not being around or, he, you know, talking about the football field. I feel sorry that, Listen, you know, injuries took him down. But he was right about the playing surface. I'll yeah, say that. Play, the playing surface is suspect. He was right. I get it. We, I mean, we, you talk about Soldier Field or at Hallis Hall. He was right. It is what it is, man. We've been living with that here in the city forever. We already know that. Put up some money. But. I'll tell you, when you get a safety like this, we're, now we're talking young safety because you start looking at how that position is going to kind of. But even more than that, he's coming into an organization where you see these players are improved, developed, and coached correctly. Yeah. I mean, this is where it's taken over. The, the I three, mean, Scott like, just. Scott like just, Matt said, listen, the three Dion's. We can, we can do something with that. I, I know. We can't. Now we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. But uh, Scott just posted on here, Amos and Bush back there. You got two young guys for hopefully the future you can look at. What do you feel? How do you See, feel? they drafted the guys they drafted. We're all excited about them, and we totally forgot about Adrian Amos. I mean. And he's there. He's there. But they're not allowing him to be set on his laurels. No. Don't think that you just have this wrapped up. No, I don't think that. I think he's really I – th- I think he's going to get better. He, when I talk to people who know him, they say that he is a guy that likes to study. and uh, So I, I don't think he's going to just sit back and go, No, oh, no, I'm good. not saying that. No, I'm no. saying they're setting an atmosphere that, yeah, for everybody. Get, you can't get comfortable. They just signed two inside linebackers in free agency. I know. And they went and got competition. We're bringing them in. Let's do this. That's the only way you're going to get better. I'll tell you one thing they're going to do each and every week. When you step on the field, your Chicago Bears have a chance to win the offensive and the defensive line mm. against anybody. But that's where it all starts. That's where it all starts. That's where it starts. If you can do that week in, week out, you're looking at playoffs, double-digit wins on a consistent basis. And what can you ask more? Nothing. What, what can you ask of no. any team or organization other than that? That's it. That's all. That's all. I, I have really a feeling want. Jay Cutler's about to look really, really good. I hope so. I hope so. I hope Jay has another, another big year. In order for Jay to look good, he doesn't need four thousand. What about Hoyer? What, do, what are you thinking about that when that happens? That's a solid backup. Yeah, you can't go wrong. But any team, any team, he's better than my boy Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, long term, we've seen this here in Chicago when Jay if Jay ends up getting hurt. Long term, what that can mean. You're going on, your, your team is on the cusp of making a playoff run to not having a serviceable backup that can definitely hurt you. So I, I was it, actually excited about it going, at least it makes you have a little bit more insurance of what's going on if something does happen to you. Go down the list of Super Bowl winning quarterbacks mm-hmm. and look at their backups. I'm talking about multiple Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Look at their backups. More than likely, they have a grade A backup quarterback. You got to. And now, especially nowadays, we know how And it's big. not about being able to come on the field and do anything. How can you impact the starter? Because a grade A backup quarterback can see it, can tell you what's going on, and can help out the quarterback in so many different ways. 
Because a lot of great players, they don't want to do film, right? No. But they, the great, they dread the, film. The great they ones, do it. The great ones, the great ones watch film all the time. Yeah, but I go. The great ones the great can ones. see it on film and say, okay. And they trans take it over onto and the field. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's the same way. I, I tell this story all the time. Backup quarterbacks might... were sitting there and watch film hour after hour after hour. Yeah, that's the, I told because you. Because they have to. Yeah. And if you know what's going to happen before it happens, that's what the film is about, man. You start to watch teams' tendencies, uh, what defenses do, what offenses do. So you know already when you're in that situation where – it's already in your mind where you can react as an athlete and take over. Hey. EI, my man, Ed Reed. Not EI. Uh-oh. So when I talked to Ed, that was what Ed always told me, and it stuck with me forever, Sean. I went to his condo in Miami and was like, yo, Ed, yo, I see the new big screen TV, bro. I love it. What? I, how many channels do you have? I saw no cable box. All I saw all was film. a DVD player, and I saw all these D- DVDs. I'm like, he's like, man, I don't have cable. I'm like, okay. So you, uh, all those DVDs, you just watch movies, those bootlegs? I said, no, nah, man, that's all game film. That's all I watch. I was like, that's how serious it is. His anticipation game was so sweet because so of that. He could you be, be an athlete and just do what he does because once he sees, oh, no, no, I, oh, I see the tight end over there. Shit, yeah. here, I got this already. I know exactly where the ball is going. Let me just go react. Boom, interception. Now we're talking about a guy that is going to be in the Hall of What's, Fame. When was the last time the Chicago Bears had a draft where there's not one pick you look at and say, eh, it's, I don't uh, know. <sighs> I love all these picks. And I love what they the, can – hopefully we can watch and the see The pick that most people have an issue with is the number is one. the number one. Most people have a problem with the number one pick. That's where that, – everybody else is cool. Where does that happen? Where? You tell me when that happens where some people are like, eh, our number one pick, but everything else – like I saw cats on – like once they pick uh, Braverman, they, people were like, yo, seven round. We just got one. Right. And the the consensus of 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 feelings inside of the draft room at the auditorium was like, eh, okay. But you know the message is sent. Well, See, this is the message. Give me the sent. message. Give me the message. You let Green Bay, because Green Bay goes into the draft every year knowing they have the upper hand on everybody else in that division. From an executive standpoint. That's the way they feel. Ron Wolf, his front office, that's the way they feel. We're not worried about these guys. We're they not don't worried know. about the Bears. They don't know how to draft. They don't know how to draft. We're definitely not worried about Detroit. Nah, they ain't. Minnesota. Minnesota? Eh. Uh, every now and then they get an Adrian Peterson. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Now. Now. Oh, yeah. Notices have been sent out. We here. Green Bay got it. We know who we. Green, we that's why they snuck up to get Spriggs. Yeah. You know, and you look at this division now, you're like, okay. Yeah. All right. So now Green Bay's worried. They should be. They should be. Coming up and only. I they told, should be. I told my wife, man, the only team I know that's coming up spots to get a. That's who they do. They come up and get a. And the worst thing tackle. that could have happened in the development, when you see a, scene, a team coming on the come up and you're the big guy on the top of the mountain, when they beat you, when they're not fully ready, as the Bears did going up to Lambeau last year, now you've emboldened 
the front office, the coaches, to say we thought we had more work to do. We're right here. We can get them now. Let's speed up the process. Let's do it. We can do it now. The Bears can beat the Packers now. That's the feeling at Hallis Hall. Get to the right quarterback. Now. You get to the quarterback. Get to anything, the quarterback. We possible. can beat them. We can cover their guys. Jordy Nelson's coming back from a knee, so what? We can cover him. We can take care of him. We're going to win special teams. We're going to win the trenches. We're going to control the clock. We're not going to turn the ball over because Jay's playing better, and we're going to beat them twice. That's going to change the whole momentum. That changed the entire dynamic. That's going to change everything, fam. You got me excited over here. Look, Listen. a message, a clear message has been sent to the NFC North, the NFC as a whole, and the National Football League. <laughs> Mike, Michael just posted on Facebook Live. He said, he said, y'all get me psyched. Get hyped. It's time get to get hyped. You have a right man. to get hyped in this I'm city. I'm telling you, Bears fans have a right to get hyped. That is going to be our motto leading up to training camp. Because Sean said it. These teams, the, the Packers are on notice, man. They're on notice. You see what we're doing. And listening to Drew Brees talk to him last week, and Drew Brees said when we asked him about how he felt about Ryan Pace, he says, first thing out of his mouth in the interview, we miss having that guy around. I was like, hmm. Because not only what he does, what he knows. I was like, hmm, we got something. Like, we got something here. And I think we started to see it where everybody was putting this pressure. And, Sean, you and I did it. We both did. And I think everybody did. And it's only right, coming into this second draft, we were like, yo, we want to see what this is. Like, you you want, listen, the we're Honeymoon all, is over. Honeymoon's over. It's we're over. watching. And he came. Okay. Nice moves in free agency. Yeah. I see you. I see. You had money. But you didn't overspend. No. Nice, a, solid moves. Nice moves. Everything is right there. Yeah. Still keeping that cash flow down. You got kahunas. To looking you got at, rid of some guys. Some guy, you had that to. That the fandom loves. I mean. Stood tall. And, and didn't come out of it bad. Didn't I mean, play it funny. No. Didn't they, take Matt through phony negotiations. They played it the way it had to be. Told him straight up like a man. This is what we're going to do. This is where we headed. Sorry. We appreciate your time here. But. We're going this way. We had to. We got to get. We got to get more length. We got to get faster. Here's your first class ticket straight to NY. Here you go, and we'll send you the Uber. It's all love. All love. It's all love. Thank you for what you've done. Thank you, man. The, you got to make. That's why you're better than I am in this position, man. To be where Ryan Pace is because. I feel like I get caught, get caught up in my feelings with all this right stuff. Right now, Bears fans, wake up every morning and just pray to the injury gods. That's all you have to That's do. That's all we got to do. Pray to the injury gods. You want to stay healthy. Next I mean, question. I, Call in. Yeah, if you 312-521-8589-521-8587. Hit us up. We want to know your thoughts on the Bears draft, the upcoming season. Call us right now. There's a bunch of numbers, too. Is you, Green Bay put on notice? 312. Is Aaron Rodgers worried? 644. Lamar Houston talking garbage to Aaron Rodgers this week. 4110. Call us now. I'm taking all phone calls, man. Let's talk about this. I Lamar Houston get... is the last guy you really want talking on your defense. Yeah. Like if Danny Trevathan says something, like, okay, you just won a Super Bowl. Yeah. Tracy Porter, you got a ring. You got a ring. Uh. <laughs> Pernell McPhee. 
Okay, you a beast. But you got Lamar Houston, Mr. A.K.A. ACL Michael after a sack. Michael said, man, once this is over, I'm going to watch film of the rookies. <laughs> Let me just tell I you. I love Mike. Hey, listen, Mike, if you get a chance, That's man. That's an impressive film too, Mike. Yeah, if you get a chance, just go to draftbreakdown.com. Go to draftbreakdown.com. Oh, you giving Those, the secrets away now. Yeah, huh? I got to give some secrets away. That's where my guys are on uh, Twitter who have – where you're looking at any of the prospects where you can get film on all those guys. I decided I just can't kind of hold it all in myself. I got to give it out there to the people. So draftbreakdown.com, that's where you can check out everything. Um, Travis First touchdown. Talked, Travis talked about one – he said talk about tight ends. I thought I, – that was one of the positions that I know they addressed after the draft. With the free agents. Yeah, but I the thought – The kid from Harvard. I don't know. Looks I, like – a poor man's grunk, physically. Okay. I know he put up I, numbers in the Ivy League. I, okay? But this is not I chess it. club. It's not speech. Okay? <laughs> I know he put up numbers in the Ivy League. This is not lacrosse, <laughs> chess club, speech, any of those other why great you, things. Why do you got to say that? Because he went to Harvard? Hey, what did Matt Miller just tell us? Man? I I know. I'm, I'm I just had to get you on that okay because you were like speech and needless to club. say the competition I he th- faced. I thought you would say rowing at least, like put rowing in there. You threw you can throw cross. rowing in there. You threw the cross in there. Hey, it's an East Coast thing, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, I thought you would at least throw in there something. I'm else. not like hating curling. I'm you, not hating on if the you're kid. on the curling team. Come on, man. No, Physically listen. imposing. We, Looks the part. Can he stretch the field? But what we talk, what did we talk about? You and I had this conversation during the draft. I think it was Saturday. We were both thinking about that. They wanted we, Hunter Henry, okay. the kid from Arkansas. That's who they wanted. We oh. were talking about Jarrell Adams from South, South Carolina. Carolina. I don't know if I've seen another a, a blocking back out of this draft. Like you mean a blocking tight end? Uh, yeah, blocking tight end that could come in and do. Man, Adams is. He doesn't wow you with watching his film, but blocking-wise, he gives you something that I thought maybe the Bears want. But that's a concern for me. I like Zach Miller. Listen, I love him to death. But we know what it is. Injuries have crept on his career the entire time. So you get rid of Martellus Bennett. Who's been injured as well. Who's been injured as well, but now. You want dependability. Right, the best ability is availability. Yeah, and for Jay Cutler, that's one of the things that he loves the most. He loves his tight ends. He loves tight ends, and so you just gotta. I just long term. I mean, I'm hoping. That's why I'm gonna be praying to the injury God. So I mean, it is what it is. I'm not same guy that. uh, I like the Bears draft, man. Tight ends. Drew Brees likes his tight ends as well. Oh yeah. Um. Hey, man, I'm just telling you, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. No, I'm actually, you know, who I who I watched film on last night, and people are just asking questions on Facebook Live. Um, I watched uh, Carl Joseph, who went to the, uh, from what, West Virginia? Didn't he go to, he went to the to Oakland. Just love that kid. Dude. Love Yo, that kid. You talking about a tone setter? Talking about a mini- miniature Ed Reed. Dude, I love this. Dude, Oakland. I'm, I'm, that's what I think. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with is watching. If they had some, moved back and got him, yeah, instead of Floyd, 
You wouldn't be upset. I think good. All right. Well, as always, man, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Everybody on Facebook Live. As always, it's Wednesday, down in distance. You can go to Twitter to kind of find some of the old podcasts. That's D-A-D pod on Twitter. I'm at Peyton Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. S-D-2 Mikes on Twitter. S-D-2 Mikes on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, if you want to get some more of those podcasts, go to D-A-D pod. As always, Wednesdays, we'll be here. Same time, same bat channel, everybody. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being followers because we love you guys so much. And as always, we were here. Now we're gone. Peace.